0: what is good youtube Way basketball analysis coming to y'all with that saturday night analysis we're going to talk about the new orleans pelicans beating the houston Rockets. this was a fun and exciting game it started off in the first half looking like it was going to be over pretty quickly and be a blowout as the pelicans outscored the houston rockets 34 to 26 in the first quarter and 29 to 24 in the second quarter but the Rockets didn't give up. They ended up playing with a lot of energy and really was fighting to just make it more of a competitive balance and a competitive game, which they ended up doing outscoring the New Orleans Pelicans 23-37 to 37 in the third quarter, which ultimately led to a game that was back and forth into the fourth quarter. And then it was just decision-making. I feel like Kevin Porter Jr., uh, made some bad decisions hoisting up some threes that was way off um and same with Jabari Smith it was just execution I feel like poor coaching um was done by the Houston Rockets they didn't get any good shots any good looks they played good enough defense to win the game they just didn't get the looks that was needed to get high percentage shots and you want high percentage shots in the close game just because the Pelicans was able to do it and then they was able to make the tough ones too. You want to be able to have at least a cushion so that way you're not playing behind. It adds more pressure, adds more rush to you just because you know you have to score or they can pile up the lead or you can end up losing the game just because the team already has the lead. So I think execution is something that young teams usually struggle with and teams that are smarter and more wiser take advantage of it and they pick them apart by just being smarter, taking advantage of the the turnovers, killing them in transition when they do miss a lot of easy opportunities or dumb um, shot selection shots, turning into easy transition. And I feel like that was the difference in this game. Smarter transition, smarter baskets, took in better execution, and the defense was about even in the second half. It just the Pelicans was just more patient, more smarter, and just all all around is more hungrier. Um, I feel like they was able to match the, the the Rockets' defense, and they was able to match the Rockets all together, even though they made their run. The Pelicans never squandered. They never got scared. They never felt like they was intimidated. They just kept running their sets, playing their game, and allowed the Rockets to make their run. And then when the Pelicans made their run, it was for the game, and that's something that matters. How do you close out games? Can you beat teams that you're supposed to beat can you win games that you're supposed to win and the pelicans was able to do that they ended up improving to seven and six and two and two um at home i feel like well three and two at home i feel like that's a huge thing for them as they're tr- still trying to get their rock- that uh, record together they still need to win more games to improve um their standings in the nba i feel like this is a team that really is important to watch Just because a lot of people look at this team as a dark horse playoff team that can really make some noise. They still learning how to play with Zion, obviously, because he missed the entire season last year, which was terrible for them. But they ultimately ended up bouncing back this year, which is important for them to do. It's also important for this team to keep their head up high. As you can see, the team's going to come at them because they know that this team is a team that they have to beat if they want one of those playoff spots, and it's something that obviously you have to pay attention to when you're in the Western Conference because that's usually the thing that matters the most at the end of the day, but I, I do love what I have seen out of the Pelicans. I do love how they have stayed together throughout this time. They got off to a great start, then they ended up. Coming back to Earth a little bit um, at the end of the day, but I, I do, I do really do enjoy watching this Pelicans team um, play. When you look at points, obviously you look at Zion Williamson, Brandon Ingram, the two guys that had the biggest games tonight. They have had uh, excellent games. At the end of the day, when you look at the fact that Zion had twenty six points, led everybody in the entire game for the pelicans with points eight or nine from the field He ended up attacking the basket a little different. I was one of the biggest critics of him just trying to attack with force. He had a little bit more of finesse spin shots that resulted in floaters and push shots. Like I said before, posting up, getting more layups and bank shots instead of just going full force with dunks. It helps him stay more healthier. It helps him avoid contact, which helps avoid collisions, which helps him stay healthier more. And I feel like he has made those adjustments and those adaptions. And that hasn't helped them stay healthier the last couple games. And they needed a consecutive games in a row for them to continue this streak of positivity as a young team that's trying to become a championship team with Zion as their best player, the number one pick in that draft. Um, he also was 10 to 12 from the free throw line, which is a huge improvement for him. He usually struggles from the free throw line, but he was able to make 10 of 12 tonight. He also had four rebounds and six assists. Continues to facilitate the ball well. They have decent floor spacing on this team and i feel like when he's not attacking it's a detriment to this team when he is attacking he needs to find guys that can make plays off the dribble or give them catch and shoot opportunities so they can get easy buckets so their confidence can be high and that offense can flow more even and more balanced instead of him just trying to post and run to the basket every time this team is deeper and better than what he has ever played with in, in new orleans and i feel like he should take advantage of that And he has so far this season he also had one steal three turnovers and Three personal fouls, he was a plus 21 Brandon Ingram ended with 20 points He was a plus 21 He had four personal fouls that got him in trouble And kept him on off the court but he ended up getting back in there in the fourth quarter and helped close this game. Two turnovers, one block, three steals, which was huge. Also had five assists, especially in that fourth quarter. was big. Five rebounds, four four from the free throw line. Hit some clutch ones in the fourth quarter down the stretch in the last four minutes. He was 0-4 from three, which was okay because he made the baskets that mattered most in the fourth quarter, which basically sealed the game. Even though he shot 8-19 of 19 from the field, he, he showed up when it mattered most, um, which is important. Herb Jones, uh, Herbert Jones, six points for him, plus 15, three personal fouls, one assist, three rebounds. He also had um, shot 0-3 from the field, 3-7 from the field. I mean, 0-3 from three, 3-7 from the field. Jonas Valanciunas had a solid game, eight points. He also had three personal fouls, one turnover. He was a plus three, one steal, one block, four rebounds, one one from the three, three-or-four from the free throw line, two-or-seven from the field. C.J. McCollum didn't shoot the ball well, but I like the way he handled the ball and time managed, um, and he had a decent playmaking game. 3 or fourteen from the field, one-or-seven from three, two-or-two two from the free throw line. He had seven rebounds, seven assists, also two steals, two turnovers, which was great and one personal foul, he was a plus 20, even though he only had nine points total. Another big guy off the bench um, that really helped Jonas um, struggle game, which was Larry Nance, 22 points plus 10 and plus minus three personal fouls, three turnovers. He had nine rebounds to go alone with 22 points. He also was four or five from the free throw line, two or three from the three-point line. He was eight of ten from the field, getting a lot of dunks. At one point, he was four or four, had a lot of offensive rebounds, five total out of the nine rebounds, and he also was able to get a lot of putback with push shots and um, tip-ins. Najee Marshall hit one big three out of the attempts. He only and it took one and he made it. He was 1-3 for the rest of the field. Um, he also had one rebound, two assists, one steal, negative 19, three points. Um, Devonte Graham didn't have a huge game but was solid, um, nine minutes, total two or four from the field one to two from three he also had one assist and two steals five points negative seven um jose, Aldo, jose alvarado had a huge game in 20 minutes he had brought the the, the tenacity that was needed the energy that need the fight that was needed the the pressure that was needed picking up guys full court just fighting through strings fighting through, um, probing, keeping people out the paint, keeping people uh, at the top of the key and not letting them get in the paint was huge for Jose Alvarado. Um, He also was able to shoot five or six from the field. He had two huge threes. One was in the fourth quarter that basically sealed the game for them. It was about a 25-footer. He also shot... No free throws. He also had five assists, two rebounds, three steals. And he also had five personal fouls because he really was fighting, really was feisty tonight. But he also ended up being a plus 15 and had 12 points total, which was great for him. And Trey Murphy didn't shoot the ball particularly well from three or five, but he did have two or seven from the field. He also had one rebound one turnover, one personal foul, negative 14, six points. The Pelicans, as a team, shot 48% from the field, which is above average One shoot, above 45%. They shot terrible from three, eight of 29, 27%, but they shot 87% from the free throw line, uh, manned by um, Zion Williams and Larry Nance and Brandon Ingram and Jonas Valanciunas. The Rockets played well. I feel like they had a game that they should have lost based off talent, but I felt like they scrapped together a solid game and really made it competitive and made it fun and interesting. They had nine points for Jabari Smith. He didn't really shoot the ball particularly well from three. He only attempted two shots that made none, one or two from the free throw line, four attempts from the field. You would like to see him get more attempts up um, as a rookie. So he can build his confidence and get his familiarity with scoring the ball. You want him to be more than just a 3 and D guy or a stretch 4. You want him to be a guy that can handle the ball and score like he did in college. You just want him to be able to get more touches and more comfortability with having the ball in his hands. He also had 15 rebounds, which is a career high Two assists, two blocks, one turnover, four personal fouls. He was a negative 21, nine points total. Alfred Shingun had six points, negative five. Six personal fouls, so he fouled out early in this game. One steal, one assist, three rebounds, all, all zero free throw attempts. He didn't make the three that he shot, and he was three of six from the field. Eric Gordon had a solid game, six of 11 from the field, two of six from three one for the free throw line. He also had one rebound, five assists, one block. Also, two turnovers, two personal fouls. He was a negative 15 and plus-minus 15 points. Kevin Porter Jr. had some bad shots in the fourth quarter. Some tough threes that he could have made but didn't make. He was close to making them but rushed them didn't really have to take those shots because early in the shot clock plus they could have got something better same with Jabari Smith you just hope they have better execution down the stretch and just in general and just play with more chemistry and even though a lot of this team is new and a lot of their lineups do change a lot you can blame a lot of that on coaching honestly and truthfully um, Kevin Porter Jr. ended up with 9-16 from the field 3-9 and from 3 like I said the last couple misses was in the fourth quarter when the game was on the line you just can't have that happen early in the shot clock same with Jabari Smith, um, two or four from the free throw line, one rebound, three assists, seven turnovers, which was huge. He's not a great decision maker or efficient enough scorer, even though he was efficient from the field to this game. Four personal fouls, negative 28, and plus, minus in the 23 points. Jalen Green kept him in this game outside of Kevin Martin Jr. He played 38 minutes. He was 11 from 20 from the field, 5 of 10 from 3, 6 of 6 from the free throw line. He also had two rebounds and six assists. He had five turnovers. They went away from him in the third and the fourth quarter a little bit too much to me, and it ended up becoming a problem to where they ended up probably costing them the game. They went to their guys that... Probably shouldn't have had the ball in their hands in the fourth, and they could have just rolled the high hand to see where it was going to take them, but they didn't do that, and that's probably the reason why they lost this game. Um, There was a negative 12 and plus minus for uh, Jalen Green and 33 points total for him. Uzman Garuba, 23 minutes, one or two from the field, one of one from the three-point line, one or two from the free throw line, six rebounds, one block, one steal, two turnovers, two personal foul, plus one, four points. Kevin Martin Jr. was huge, getting steals, getting rebounds. He had seven total. Um, he had one assist. Um, he had three turnovers, um, some deflections, some um, two personal fouls, plus one and plus minus nine points. 0 of three from the three-point line. Tori Eason, 21 minutes, 104 from the field, um, 103 from three, two or two from the free throw line, two rebounds, three assists, three steals, one turnover, three personal fouls, plus six and plus minus five points. Um, Marana one uh, Bobon, um one oh one from the field, two rebounds total, and one turnover and a negative one. Um, didn't really do much outside of that. And Josh Christopher, six minutes, 0-2 from the field, or one from three. He did have one rebound and one steal, one turnover, negative four, zero points. And Knicks, 11 minutes, zero across the board, outside of three rebounds, three assists, and one steal, two turnovers. He was a plus 13, and Matthews did not play. They shot 50% from the field, 33% from the three-point line, 77%. From the free throw line, but what cost them was 26 turnovers and 23 personal fouls. That was just way too much Um, in a close game. Bad execution, um, bad implementation of using Jalen Green in the fourth quarter. They didn't use him enough and just all just losing what they had what got them back in the game which is transition easy opportunities getting to the basket and moving the ball around to find an open three-point shooter those was the keys to what got them back in the game in the third quarter they strayed away from that in the end the third and then the beginning in the middle in the end of the fourth quarter and that's ultimately why they didn't come out victorious in this game other than that quinn way basketball novice signing out hope you guys enjoyed the video Hope you guys enjoy the rest of your night um, other than that, see you guys tomorrow on Sunday. Thank God the weekend is almost over, back to the weekday. The hustle continues, the grind continues, um, the NBA continues, and we'll see what happens tomorrow with some blockbuster games coming on. Expect more instant analysis, high topics, and the best breakdowns in the game by Quinn Wade Basketball Analysis on Analysis Playground on YouTube. And check out my podcast Um, Basketball Analysis on Spotify and Apple Podcasts, link will be in the description.